All right, all right, all right. We are finally back with Sidebar Josen. And today I have a guest with me, Nikki, who's going to be standing in for Dove. Say hi, Nick. Hi, hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited. Yay, and I'm excited to have you and finally be back recording because it's been 517 years. So today we're going to just be chatting about mistakes in our 20s and what we have learned from them and how we have grown from them. So sit back, relax, eat your popcorn, adjust your bra straps, whatever makes you comfortable, and let's get into it. We chosen. All right, so y'all, it's been a while. <laughs> ah, man, me and Duff are so sorry about the delay in episodes, but of course, you know, we have a million trillion things going on in our own lives. And um, as uh, students of the academy, uh, things can sometimes get overwhelming so a break was necessary in order for us to get all of our shit together so um thanks for being so patient with us and also being so welcoming while duff is away um of our guests we're gonna have some different guests coming on the show and today as we mentioned in the intro drum roll i have nikki with me say hello again nick introduce yourself tell the people about yourself a little bit. You don't have to do Nikki because she's making a face, y'all. So. I'm always making faces. So, hi, everyone. My name is Nikki. Um, I'm a social worker um, here in the city. And, yeah. Yeah, this is her first podcast. I'm nervous, y'all. And, it's look, it's okay because, honestly, like, I think that people are very forgiving when it comes to podcasts because there's so many and it's just people just shooting the shit, and it's just like, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to listen to you just talk. I mean, I'm still in my work clothes, so I can't adjust my bra straps. So, <laughs> y'all more comfortable than me. Yes, no, please be more comfortable than us, because we are both ending the work day, and um, people are, are tired. People are ready to go and shower and cuddle up under their blankets. But we are here, and we are about to do this thing. So our topic for today um the thing that prompted this was um the story that i'm sure many of you have heard of with um a young regina carter bless her heart lord um she uh was dating a young man oh not a young man he my age shit um yfn luchi i think it might those might be the letters that precede the luch what does he say I'm not going to lie to you and say that I know, but I know okay. he knows Lil Wayne, I guess. So he's he was a part of that oh, crew. Okay. But I, I, to, to be quite honest, there's so many artists out here that I'm not super familiar with that it's just, I'm starting to feel like this is what my mom feels like with, you know, with our music and yeah. stuff. So like, I don't know, but um, all I know is this thing is a rapper and he was dating Regine. Regine and he have about at least an eight to nine year age gap. So he was dating her at an age where I would consider, you know, as a child, even though she was legal still. Ugh. What you have to talk about with an 18 year old? But anyway, when you're 27. So like, you know, gross. But um, anyway, so this this um, young lady, Regine, um, recently 
uh, hopped on the Twitters to talk about <laughs> to hopped on the Twitters to talk about how she um, well basically so backstory if you're not familiar with the cucumber challenge don't familiarize yourself there's no need it's disgusting quite people are filleting vegetables and it's it's I don't um how I just want how do we reach this point basically. <laughs> What what do you have you seen it? Have you seen any of the videos of it? I saw one video and I quickly I was like, oh oh, oh where's, <laughs> where's the X? Not appropriate for work, <laughs> not safe for work. <laughs> so what am I listening? What am I looking at? It is oh my gosh! It was it's, I mean I don't want kink shame or anything like that, but it's just like it's a weird party trick to to deep throat a vegetable. Like, yeah. leave zucchini alone. I mean, if that's <laughs> what you want to do at home, I'm all for that. Sure. But uh, not in a public setting. Yeah, no. It's um, yeah. it's definitely, it's weird. But I don't know how it's really started. But all I know is that um, ever since the, the, the Lucci dude started, you know, getting on Instagram or whatever like that. And, and you know, with women doing that. And he's supposedly in a relationship. Is upset Regine, and understandably so. Right. And so, um, she found herself at a party. It was his party. It was his party. It okay. His party. I think it was his. No, it was somebody else's party. Mm. Um, where people were not only um, sucking on the zucchinis and the cucumbers and things, but also using them pretty much as dildos. Like it was. Oh. I saw a video of I don't know if you know this girl, but what is her name? She was she? on Love and Hip Hop. She has Which a baby one? for for uh Fetty Wap. The one with the pirate. The pirate. But I don't she has a baby for him. I don't Alexis Sky, that's her name. She had a video of her on Instagram Live, um, sticking a cucumber in a woman's vagina and it was Whoa. And I was like, I mean, this is how y'all get down. I guess you know more power to you. But what is going on? So it's just, it's it's uh, man, it's weird. But anyway, um, does that not mess with? If it, I would imagine sticking any foreign object that has not been sanitized or clean in your vagina is going to disrupt your pH balance in some form of fashion. Don't do that. Hell, a regular penis will disrupt your pH balance. Stop doing that. Stop sticking stuff up there. Some foreign objects that you are have not cleaned yourself. You don't know whose hands have been all on that goddamn zucchini. So anyway, so with um, I digress. But um, so Regine was at this party, and she admitted on Twitter that she was there to spy on Lucci to see what he was up to. And um, I don't have her tweet in front of me, but you might be able to pull it up. But she was saying in a series of tweets about how, you know, this guy has dragged me through the mud enough. And it's like I made a mistake by going to, you know, going to that party. Yes, I was there to spy on him, but I'm young. Basically, give me, you know, give me room to make errors because I am literally under 25 years old and this is the prime time for me to make the stupidest mistakes in my life. Right. She said, I made a mistake. I've made myself look like a fool for this man and I apologize for allowing you guys to see it. So. Aw. Like, my heart goes out to her. Yeah. But, um, so it made me think, gosh, 
You know what? She's annoyed me because of the clips of her that I've seen in, uh, like, the growing up hip-hop Atlanta. Like, I've just seen clips here and there on YouTube and stuff. And she mm. sometimes appears to have, like, a really kind of yuck attitude. Um, very elitist in a lot of ways. But um, privilege will do that to you. And so, uh, but, I, you know, like, I really empathize with her in this moment. Because I was like, you know what? Even all that aside... Yes, you are 20-something. I mean, I don't even know she's, like, she's 21, 22. Like, she's fresh. She's very young. Yeah. Fresh into the 20s. So, it's like, okay, uh, let's talk about mistakes that we've made in our 20s and growth. Mm -hmm. Because who I am today at 29, and I also had a birthday while I was away, y'all. So, wish me happy birthday if you'd like. Whoop, whoop. So, um... But anyway, you know, like at twenty nine, yeah, it was technically. I'm so I guess I'm I'm still I'm in my twenties still, but like almost out of them. So what did I make? What mistakes did I make beforehand? Was what did we do before that we would probably cringe at now? Right. And how have we grown from that? So I'll put the ball in your court because I am Chatty Cathy. So <laughs> kick it off. Um, I would say the first mistake that I made in my twenties was wasting my time and energy on people who weren't worthy of it Mm. um you know holding on to situations that obviously weren't healthy for me Mm -hmm. um and you know just obviously not good for my mental health either yeah um so yeah yeah no I agree I think that that's like a common thing with the 20 year old folks because like, when you think about your friendships and relationships in high school, oftentimes, I'll say the vast majority, not all, but I'd say the vast majority of them are very much so surface level. And right. it's when we get into, like, our, into, you know, 18, 19, 20s and on that we start to really develop our understanding of, like, friendships and relationships, mm-hmm. platonic, romantic, all of right. them. And we really kind of define who do we want to be around. And it's a lot of it is through a lot of trial and error. So right. it's like this transition from just being friends with somebody because you shared, like, homeroom with them for 10 years or whatever. And now you're building relationships based on um, things deeper than maybe shared interest or proximity. You know, like right. it's, it's it's a deeper kind of connection there. So I'd say I had the same issue with with kind of being in spaces where you know, or being around. And I would say less play, on the platonic side, but more on like when I was inter- like interested in different guys and things. Yeah, that too. Yeah, just being like um, understand, getting to know me, and so I was still in this kind of like I don't really know me well enough to know that I deserve better than this right now. <laughs> so right. I would I would be in places and be driving to the east when I know I Ooh. have no business driving to the not east. the east, not the east. Not for the East Peace. <laughs> not for the East Peace. Did he have socks and sandals? He did not have socks and sandals. He was he was a Kappa, though. That's one. But that's just one. That's just one in a list of, mis- oh, okay. of mistakes. But I thought because he liked Harry Potter and I liked Harry Potter. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> but you know, it was so... Harry was, Potter will, will get you. He will definitely unite us all. But I mean, it was really like... Because I always was convinced that 
man, I'm a quirky person and whatever. So if somebody like shares one of those quirks with me, like I need to attach. Yeah, to like, that we person. are like going to yeah. be so cool. And as it turns out and whatnot, yes, he was genuinely interested in Harry Potter, but he also wanted to just fill me up. And it was like, oh. damn it, you got me with Gryffindor. <laughs> All I wanted was to talk about the Order of the Phoenix, and yet you just wanted me to touch your penis. Like, that was it. It's not good. That's not good. So it was just like, oh, man, you you go through those, like, moments of just, I'm going to see what this person is about, and then you get so many kind of, like, like tallies in the wrong, wrong, like, on the wrong side or whatever, that you start realizing, okay, so this particular thing is a red flag. Like, I think, you know what it is? In your twenties, you start to learn about what the real, like what red flags are, right? More so, because I think in your early twenties, you you don't well, you may see them, but Mm -hmm. you kind of brush them off. Mm -hmm. You know, like "Mm, yeah, maybe maybe I can change that, right? You know, maybe he'll grow out of that, Mm -hmm. and they don't. Yeah, it's like because you know what, like I felt in when I was that young. I felt like I had all the time in the world. And now that I'm older, it's like my time is so valuable that I cannot waste it with anybody who's going to waste my time. Like, again, platonic, romantic, like friends who only call you when they want something. Mm -hmm. Fuck that shit. Men who only want call you when they want something. you know like it's just that that was i had ample time when i was eight like 20 21 18 19 you know like it was just right i'm here the world is mine i can do whatever i can and now it was just like i'm looking at my watch i don't have a watch on but i'm looking at my imaginary watch and i'm just like yes we have only two more minutes of this before all my fucks are gone (laughs) so yeah no i think that that's fair that's another one I mean, do you have a particular uh, example of a time where you, like, maybe, like, a friendship or anything where you're just, like, yeah, that was, like, one of the best examples? Uh, Actually, yes. So, I met this particular person um, while I was still in undergrad. Mm-hmm. And we were we were friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we met in a class that mm-hmm. we, we both had. And, you know, we were very close. I've met her family you know she's met my family mm-hmm. and I thought we were very good friends the key word is thought mm-hmm. and um come to find out she was actually talking about me and my relationship to other people oh no so mm-hmm. I mean when because I considered her to be one of my best friends so I was like you know I I feel comfortable sharing this personal information with you mm-hmm. and yeah yeah so that friendship was like eight years. Ooh, eight years. Yeah. Damn. That's so. And that's the worst ones when it's like you've put in a lot of time and whatever, and it right. just took you all that time to figure out like, damn, this, you ain't shit. Yeah, this is terrible. This is actually a terrible friendship. Mm. Yeah. No, that's. I'm trying to think if I had like a specific friendship early on. Again, like, because I was saying, like, a lot of my time, like, wasted time was with, uh... The men's. With the men's. Because, you know, like, it was, it was, a um... And I've talked about this on a previous episode where I had, like, I was coming into my own because I had some self-esteem issues as a teenager. And going to an HBCU helped me to break out of a lot of that because there was just 
so many different versions of blackness. Right. And, you know, I just, I could stand in my own and be me and be appreciated for that. No matter how I looked, talked, all that. Like, it was just, this is, this is Brie and this is, you know, you're accepted and beautiful just the way you are. So I really, you know, started, you know, like feeling myself (laughs) in undergrad. But um, in the earlier stages of that, it was like, niggas who I thought would never look at me were checking me out. Like, mm-hmm. in high school, I've been like, nah. But niggas who were like, like, fine, like, fine, fine. And I was just like, oh. Hello. Oh. So you must like me. <laughs> you you must like me because you're talking to me. Man, I wish, if there's one thing that I wish I had in high school, I wish I had more dating experiences so that when yeah. I got to undergrad, it wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been so goddamn green. Because <laughs> it really was a genuine, like, oh, I think they like me because they want my number and they want to talk to me. Not realizing that, you know, a lot of guys were after, like, some ass. And yeah. Now I realized it like good like a good enough way along the way. I was like, oh, that's what that was about. <laughs> that's why you invited me over. You didn't want to really watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was, when do they ever? Girl, so I was just like, oh, child. I'm so glad I caught on. <laughs> I was late to the show, but it's okay. I'm here. I'm I'm caught the finale. So praise God. Yeah, no, it's it was it, that was definitely one thing. What's a mm-hmm. what's another thing? Mistakes. Um, I would say thinking I had everything figured out. Ooh. Yes. There were a lot of times where my mother would give me advice on things and I was like, Mama mama's old, like mm-hmm. she not she doesn't understand what I'm going through right now in mm-hmm. this moment. And years down the line I was like, Oh, Maybe, mm. maybe I should have listened to her. Man, there's something about like fifty plus, like fifty year old plus wisdom. Yeah, can't beat it. Can't beat it with a stick. Like, <laughs> but I mean, at that age, you really you don't want to hear that. Yeah, because like at the time I was in college and I was like, you know, I I mm. got my life together. Like mm. I'm okay. Leave me alone. And yeah, I wish I would have listened to that earlier. It's like, it's 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 almost, it really is that weird generational gap where it's just like, you don't know about what we're going through. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. She knows. <laughs> she knows. She just went through it at a different time. Right. Yeah, no, because I, I don't know if I felt like I, I, I don't think I felt like I figured, I had everything figured out, but I thought that I was so introspective that I, I could just, you know, like I knew, like I just. That too. Yeah, it was just. Um, in a certain situation, I'm like, I know better than this. Like, but like one example, I guess would be my mom not being very fond of, of someone. And, um, she like called it out the gate. Like she was just like, not feeling it. I don't like, I don't like how this is going. I they don't, do that a lot. I don't, and I'm just, and you know, I'm just like, mom, give him a chance. Give him, stop being such a hater. Like, you know, <laughs> like, just chill out, you know, but, but she knew because she'd experienced it. And I think we've talked about this personally, about the parallels between that situation and her own. Yeah. And it was like, no, nah, she was dead on. And I didn't want to hear it at the time though, because I was again, just so, I, I was so in tune with emotions and my own emotions and that person and it's like a connection and I could understand all like you know like it was just stop looking at it on the surface or whatever I know better nah it was just like if it was 
that at face value, you know, it was like, okay, um, sometimes, yeah, it's okay to look at things at face value and call it what it is. Sometimes, like, the book, the, you don't have to read the book. The cover will tell you. Right. You look at a Zane novel and you know someone's getting their panties pulled to the side. You just oh. know that. <laughs> you knew that when you read the front cover and you read the back cover. You ought not be surprised when you read a very graphic line about someone being penetrated in a barbershop. So, what book is that? I forgot, girl. I was in high school when I read that. Let me look it up right quick. <laughs> I don't. I think it was like an anthology of stories. I don't know. If it was like one called "Penetration in Barbershops." I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. But you know that. But all in all, it's just like sometimes you can you it's okay to trust your own wisdom because at that time of course you know you better than anybody so whatever situation that you're in is going to rely you know you're going to have to depend on you at the end of the day a lot with your final decision but let yeah in the 20s in the early 20s if there's anything i could advise people like especially fresh 20s it's like anybody who's older than you that's advising you on something and they can tell you I've been through this, give it a listen. It can't hurt. It might save you a lot of time, a lot of frustration, a lot of heartbreak, you know, heartbreak or hurt feelings and whatnot. Like if your if your mama, your daddy, or somebody peep out that the friend that you have is low key, you know, like a trash, bitch, like a tra- like, you know, like if they ain't shit or whatever, and they telling you. That's not to say that you should automatically just like, yes, your opinion matters more than my own. You are telling me what I should do. No, just consider. Right. And you should pay attention more. Yeah. So what's going on? Yeah. Oh, you know what? That brings me to another one. I'm much more observant. I wasn't about my surroundings. (laughs) Generally. Yes. Generally speaking. Like, yo when i think again like kind of thinking about the invincibility of being in your early 20s oh yes dog i never thought you know like my mom was like well you need to watch out for this and it's like mom you know you have that mentality like this this can happen to somebody else but it mm-hmm. won't happen to me uh-huh so man there's probably so many times i could have been kidnapped or murdered yeah <laughs> and it's just like i'm just walking and driving and not doing paying all this attention stuff. to shit it's like, what are you doing out here? Dog, I'm a, this is embarrassing to admit, but I'm going to just say it because why not? When before, when my CD player in my car went out, mm-hmm. I used to drive with my headphones in. Oh, I did that too. On full fucking blast. <laughs> I did that too. And so I told somebody at my old job and they're like, that is, that is not okay. <laughs> that is not okay. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I was just like, I'm going to listen to music. And it's just not loud enough. I mean, you don't <laughs> think that there's any harm in that. Right. But like, you just, you really, man, you, because the, our executive functioning, the part of our brain that controls executive functioning does not stop developing until the age of 25. Like we mentioned that on another episode too. And it's just like, so as far as our decision making skills, we're still honing them. They're still getting sharpened, so mistakes are are, are expected. But man, that like, like I'm so glad that I didn't get into like stuff like Lyft and all that kind of stuff until later, because my duck ass would have probably not been checking the license plates, would have mm-hmm. been hopping in the fucking car, and, yeah. just, and so it was again. It wasn't like that. I'm careless per se. Like there was some level of carelessness, but I think it was just again this whole sense of 
I'll be all right. I'll be right. cool. Everything has been fine thus far. I'm good, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, um, yeah, man, like the advice that adults can give you now about being safe, just because I'm just thinking like that, that very cute person that we were just talking about five minutes ago, like the cute Kappa who liked Harry Potter. What if he was a serial killer? What if he wanted to take me down into the dungeon and just, you know, like murder me? <laughs> like, just, I don't I know what dungeon I see network. Girl, man. That, that is scary. All of the criminal me. minds I consumed, you would think that I would be more careful than I was. Mm-mm. But. I mean, and I was a pretty much like a goody-goody, but still, like, just this whole walking to your car at night. And, you know, you parked in a place that's kind of... Right. You should be more precautious, you know? It's yeah. just that kind of stuff. So, yeah, no, mistakes in my early 20s. Like, I'm definitely more observant now. I'm just like, oh, my head's always on a swivel and whatnot. And I'm, I'm still kind of getting better at it because I was with one of my friends. And we were at... We went to a yoga class. And we went out, we were sitting out on a bench or whatever, just talking afterwards. And um, these two guys approached us. And um, this was a night class? Yeah, it was, it was at, it was in, it was at the Carver Theater. Okay. And it was, uh, what was it? It was Cash Money Yoga. And oh. girl, yes, it was fantastic. Next time they go have one, I will be there. But um, we were, you know, and these guys came up on us or whatever. And I asked, like, where did they come from? I didn't even see them. My friend was like, oh, yeah, no, I spotted them across the street. And I saw them at the corner. And I saw them look in this direction. And I knew they were going to come over. So I have been watching them until they were. I was like, how the fuck? I'm sitting at the same. I'm how literally- did you miss this? <laughs> how did I miss this? Like, I was literally sitting, like, just not. I was, we were literally parallel, like, the way we were sitting. So my peripheral vision was aligned with hers. I should have been able to see this. But no no she she spotted that shit and i mean i was like yo how how in the world but nah so i'm still working on it i'm not the perfect um observer yet okay but i'm getting i'm much better than i was when i was 20 wandering around on bourbon street with my friends and whatnot for halloween mistakes were made did you have on high heel shoes i did yeah, I, I almost a, broke my ankle. Girl, I could have sworn my foot was broken. That's another mistake, too, thinking that you're going to go on Bourbon Street or any street for that matter and walk around in heels for an extended amount of time and think that you're going to be okay by the end of the night. Just bring some cute sandals. Put those on. Girl, that's lesson number. Like, I should be top top tier on the lessons that I learned because my mom had been telling me for forever, keep a pair of flat shoes in your car and i'm like i'm gonna be fine mom you're just trying to be cute i want to be cute or whatever cute and injured now i'm over here walking around like an injured deer and it's just like yo um man it's funny it's because when i was when i started going i started going to essence was my first two times at essence i was 10 and 12 but after that from 17 until now i have not missed an essence festival Mm -hmm. and at first i started going in heels Oh, I was bold. Quite. I was, I was feeling it. And then by the end of that, I can't do that. Child. Now what I like to do is when I go to Essence Festival, I like to watch people and count how many people decided to wear heels and how um, they end up walking down the ramps at the Superdome at the end of the night. And I'm just like, yo, 
Um, I'm just, I just want to watch them. I'm just people watching. Because it's like something you should have known not to wear those six-inch heels on concrete in the Superdome with all them steep steps. That's a, that's a hazard. So that sounds terrible. So, yeah, no, that, I mean, so many lessons. So many lessons. Do you have any others, anything that kind of stuck out to you? Mm. Mm. Let's see. Oh, I do have one. Being single doesn't mean you're alone. Ah, that's good. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Singleness, again, like at that time, I was so, I just wanted, because I'd had a boyfriend before, but it was like long distance um, <clears throat> when I was a teenager, both both times. And so, um, like getting a guy or whatever like that, or having a boyfriend was definitely something that I was like really looking forward to. Cause right. it was like, now a boyfriend who's in town, who I can go and visit and go on dates with, that'll be great. That's going to be so much fun. And you know, just singleness was just like, it was just like a constant thing on my mind or whatever. Like I was a little boy crazy and mm-hmm. I like bad, but I was really interested. Like guys showing me attention or whatever, really. Mm-hmm you know, like, made my heart go all a flutter and stuff. And now I just want niggas to, like, look past me. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, I'm, you know what I'm, I mean. It's just because it's just, like, again, like, it's it's a uh, singleness isn't a disease. It's right. not this thing. But people, sometimes so. people treat it like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you're still single? How old are you? Oh. And they give you that look, like, hmm. It's like, that pity you, look. Why don't you carry a child for me if you're so worried about me having one right now? Just go go get knocked up and just bring the kid to me. Like, if you want to help me out, go do that. Go be a surrogate. Because right now, it's just not happening. Right. <laughs> I think now, you know, being single, it's given me an opportunity to, you know, practice some self-care. Mm-hmm. That I probably needed to do in my last relationship. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'm okay with, you know, going to the movies by myself, going to a coffee shop by mm-hmm. myself. I like being with me. I love going to the movies by myself. Yes. Because, I mean, people tend to act, especially with my mother, mm-hmm. she will go to the movies and it's like, who is that? What's going on? Oh, no. Um, I don't understand. Can you explain it? Mom, we're not at home. I, I can't pause this. <laughs> You, you're doing a lot. Nobody's talking to you. You don't nope. have to share your popcorn or any of your candy. You can mm. find a good seat without having to try and find one next to it. Correct. It is like so. It's and then you just get to watch the movie and just be in the moment. Like there's not no another no other focus anything to right. distract you. It's just you in the movie. I like it. I like it. And mm-hmm. you know honestly. Like, kind of going to your point in self-care, I realized that after my last relationship that I was not prioritizing self-care. Right. And I've always been someone who is just very much so, like, really giving, really caring. Like, I always want to focus on... The other person. Other other person. Like, and right. that's just in, in general. And family, friends, romantic relationships. Like, I'm very much so, like, is that other person okay? Can they be okay? Right. And it wasn't until I um kind of reached, like, a breaking point of, like... Um, I've been giving so much of myself to this person and like it not being reciprocated oftentimes to the point where I'm like literally I feel broken. And so it's like being single has given me an opportunity to really focus on what does Brie need right now to be okay. Right. And, um, or to feel happy or to, you know, what will make my stomach stop rumbling right now? Yes. Tacos. Oh, man. 
and Taco Tuesday. I missed it yesterday. Is it, it's Wednesday. I know, but... Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Oh. Mm. R.I.P. Taco Tuesday until next week. I mean, well... But you know, but point point still stands that it's just you you get to really prioritize you. And so when I think like in your early twenties and whatnot, and especially if you're like myself where you're just getting into the dating scene and you're really excited about all the adventures to come. And if you're also like myself in that you're like a really always like a giver. Right. Like somebody literally has to push you to to not give a fuck, to not be a giver. You know, like so it it's you know, a lot of yourself gets lost in other people and what they want right. and what they need and how can you help improve their situation and then you forget about yourself. And like twenty nine year old me I'm top priority above Hello. everything. Yes. Everybody. And I mean, that doesn't mean, because it's like, there's a difference between being like selfish in a way that you don't care about people and selfish in a way that you care enough about yourself. You know, you care enough or you give enough to yourself so that you can care about people in a right. way that you, you can't don't. give from an empty glass. Right. You can't give from an empty glass. So, yeah, no, it's not like a selfish or oh, fuck them other people, you know, whatever like that. No, I, but at the end of the day, I have to be OK first. Right. Right. Because I can't have a healthy relationship with someone if I'm not. Right. OK. Yeah, and I mean friendships too, man. Again, if that person is only calling you and needs you to give them a ride for this, and they need you to pick them up and do that, or they need you to go and get Bebe and them from daycare. Not Bebe. Bebe. <laughs> Bebe, Dede, and Tashawn. And they need you to go pick up their kids, and every time you need them, they are nowhere to be found. That is not okay. That is not a reciprocal relationship, and you're going to find yourself... Like, either you're going to resent them, you're going to be in a rage. and or like feel burnt out. Yeah, burnt out. And it's just like, if the sooner you can learn that, the better. Right. So, and I think, too, like, to give credit to a lot of folks in the earlier end of the 20s, a lot of people have had experiences throughout their life that have already kind of built up that kind of knowledge or wherewithal around some of these situations. So, everybody's not coming in green. But, right. like, just thinking about Regine and whatnot... I'm like, I'm sure she's dated before this guy, but in the, you know, and just being young and again, like the invincible part, the, uh, the world's my, like, it's just like, it's very egocentric and it's like, yeah, man, a a 29 year old her, I'm sure would never make that mistake. But 21 year old her was, you know, that was, that was a set, like you just, it's just. It's time Isn't to make she, I forget what show it was, but I saw a clip where she's in the kitchen with her mom and her mom was telling her about I think it was the hip hop one. It was the, Was it? Yeah. Okay. And her mom was trying to give her advice and it's like, Oh, that's you know, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. So And sometimes, yeah, you just this is a prime time to fall on your ass, you know, and dust yourself off and put a band aid on it and be like, Okay, now that I know I am gonna be all right. So, but yeah, no, the 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 twenties, the twenties is. I think that's it's probably the wildest roller coaster that you'll probably ever ride on because it really like you get tossed into adulthood um, in a lot of ways. Right. And it's just you go like literally high school to college is like the worst transition it was crazy because i was like wait a minute i'm a i'm a real adult like you don't, you're not gonna make me what's go to going class? on i'm confused i can skip class and go to mcdonald's <laughs> 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 excuse me 
excuse me this is what adulthood is like hello (laughs) so yeah no it was you get tossed into this kind of environment especially if you're away from home and it's just like yo responsibilities on you now to go and do smart things now go do smart things and so many people do very 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 dumb things because you know we don't i don't think we do as much kind of scaffolding um to help but then again you don't always want to do too much hands-on because people do need to build experiences in order to learn that's how we learn that's one of the ways in which we learn so you know um it's a very very um, important developmental part of your life you never stop developing right we're always learning always learning so as we go off into the 30s what do you think we should expect like is the 30 to 40 what's the next batch of lessons i don't know what vitamins work best How to keep your joints oiled up. <laughs> I'm serious. Yes. This morning I woke up and my knee popped and I got concerned. <laughs> I said, should I go to the emergency room? Oh, no. What's going on? When your body starts click clacking and you're just like, God damn, this wasn't happening yesterday. <laughs> I was reaching for something in the cabinet and it went. I was like, oh, no. Oh no! Let me just keep my arm down for like twenty minutes, girl. I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm excited about stepping into auntie phase, though. This is my auntie decade. Like it's. It's gonna be fun, auntie. I don't care what Oprah and uh, Ava. Why are they so against that? I. I don't know, but to me, aunties are cool. And I'm going to be a cool-ass auntie yeah. with all the lessons I learned from my 20s so that I can share the wealth with my um, my people who are younger than me. I just taught, told my um, one of my, uh, someone close to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, do you check your vagina? Do you sniff your vagina? <laughs> <laughs> I, I sure did because... Why wasn't I there for this? <laughs> I'm so, I know you weren't. Look, we've already the people the people who listen to the show already know that I, I say stupid shit all the time. I but, wish I was there for that <laughs> just to see her face. But she was like, no, and I'm just no. Like, well, no, I mean, cause like, but did you did you have that conversation? No, I, and so when you start getting out into the world or whatever like that, you start wanting to know about your pH balance. Yeah. Your body has a pH balance. And it's not just in your vagina. You should be checking all those things. Like, that's what the lessons of the 30s is. How does this body function now? So when it starts falling apart, I know how to take care right. of it. So, but yeah, and I was just like, all you do is just, it's a double tap. Tap, tap, sniff. Sometimes it's tap, tap, sniff's taste if you're going out. So, <laughs> so just, to, you got to prepare the people. Because in your 20s and whatnot, you're going to think you're dying when you're going to sleep with somebody. And next thing you know, your pH balance is off and you can't explain it. And no one told you that, you know, things like yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis and all like, you know, like those kinds of things. Like yeah. comprehensive sex talks and whatnot. And I'm just like, yo, um, I'm going to just tell you this as an older person now that um, tap, tap, sniff. And on special occasions, tap, tap, sniff, taste. And go forth and be merry. And on that note. Use protection. (laughs) And we're going to take a break, (laughs) y'all. All right. Okay, so now it's time for our um, Meanwhile on social media segment. Because it used to be called Meanwhile on Facebook. But Facebook has not been as ridiculous as it used to be. Like, I think I said that like a while ago where it was like... 
family friendly now. Yeah, it calmed down. Like, it used to be people saying the most ridiculous shit and just, and people getting news late. So everybody was reacting three days later after Twitter and already dissected the shit to bits. But, um, you know, just talking about what's happening in the, the pop culture landscape. And uh, I'm going to be 100% honest with y'all. I took a hiatus from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I've popped in, like the times, I think I haven't popped, I've popped in between all three of those sites, maybe a total of seven times since July 2nd. That's good. So it's like, I think the most activity I've had was on my birthday, on Facebook and on Instagram when I posted like a picture for my birthday. But um, yeah, man, I had to take a break from it because it can be so consuming. So I was like, yeah. But for today, popped on real quick to see if there's anything in particular happening and whatnot. Um, anything new, news or whatever. So I saw that ASAP Rocky got found guilty of assault in, in Sweden. So are you familiar with that? Have you heard about that? I heard about it, yeah, on the radio. Okay, yeah, so, like, if you haven't heard about it, um, ASAP Rocky and some of his clique, I think his bodyguard was included in that, um, they were walking down the street and there were two men, was it two? I think it was two. About two, and they were openly harassing them. They were trying to get their attention, you know, basically just being annoying as shit. And uh, ASAP Rocky and his folks were doing their absolute best to um, ignore them until the two guys that were following them escalated. I think somebody threw something. Like he threw his headphones at them or something. He broke his own headphones. He's like, now you owe me headphones. Like some crazy shit. Basically, they, they escalated the situation to the point where next thing you know, niggas is fighting. <laughs> like it was... It was like, you know, they, it became a physical altercation in which ASAP Rocky was arrested. Right. He spent over a month in their detention center, right? I think it's been, because it, it was in July that it happened. I think he recently got out maybe about a week, two weeks ago. I don't think he's been in, he's, he's been out for a, a, a little bit now. Okay. But, um, yeah, he got found guilty. And I'm just like, but, but why? I mean, I feel like I know why, because Sweden and um, ASAP Rocky looks, you know, very unSwedish. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it just, it, it's kind of, it blows my mind to think that, yo, you showed a whole bunch of restraint. And there's a lot of people to attest to that. There are people I'm sure, who had video on their phone who could attest to that. But because... You you know they push you to the point where then you have to put your hands on them or whatever like that. But you guilty of I mean, I guess. But I thought that there was some kind of you know guidelines to what counts as assault and what would count as self defense. And I I don't know. Would you count it as self defense? I would say it's self defense. I mean, I would say so. I mean, you they, throwing shit in my direction, right? I mean, and they were following them, right? Right. Like I'm just like, uh, so what did you want them to do? How would you have rather them handle the situation? I mean, I would have chalked this up. But, I mean, it's not like he's going to jail in Sweden. Right. He has a suspended sentence and whatever. And they have to pay his damages. So. So. It's just, it's stupid, though. It's stupid. And I'm sure that um, we'll probably hear something from him. It'll probably be on a verse. We'll get get an ASAP Rocky verse. I don't know if I've necessarily, I like, 
I like ASAP Rocky, but I really he never I never was quite the fan after the whole comment about black women and lipstick and red lipstick. Like if you're a dark skinned woman, that red lipstick doesn't look good on you. And all yeah. That. So that kind of stuff is all like if you make one stupid comment like that, it's so hard for me to bounce back in your corner. So I'm glad he's not in jail and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just like, okay, well I'm glad that's you know that's over for you and you ain't gotta spend time in Swedish jail, which. I don't know how their prison systems work, but I would imagine that jail in Sweden is actually not that bad. Yeah. Because in some of those European countries, I mean, those places are kept in pristine condition. They have TV. They can go wander the yard. Like, it's just, you know, it's very, it's very, very, very much so the polar opposite of what we know prison to be like here in the States. Right. So, um, like, I think they actually prioritize re- rehabilitation in those. Because they also don't have as long as jail sentences, as long, like, jail sentences. Right. So, like, you have to do, like, the, in, in England, you have to do the most horrendous thing ever to get put on the list of never getting let out. Like, I think the minimum... Murder... No, like murder is not most people will not most, but they will get like long sentences or whatever. But the minimum is always like, I'm not going to say always, but the the longest minimum I've heard was about 25 years. Okay. And so a lot of people who have committed crimes and stuff like that, you, you know, when there's a point in which you're going to probably get out. Like okay, you so go it's up, not like twenty five to life. Yeah, it's like, like almost, it is here. And like it is here. Like if okay. you murder somebody and you go and they say like that's it, we throwing away the key. That's it, you throwing away. In England, you can. Um, I was reading this story, this horrible story about these this group of people who kidnapped this young lady and they tortured her and they set her body on fire and she died three days later in the hospital. One that happened in like nineteen ninety three. One of the people out. I think like they're out. Huh? They're out. <laughs> like they are out of what? jail right now, living under a different name. But they they did their twenty five years. They said she was rehabilitated and she is out of jail. So wow. yeah, no. Um, a lot of countries, I guess our country will consider them to be extremely lenient for some of the horror stories that you read right. that they doing, and you can still go to jail and get out. I wonder what those guidelines look like about rehabilitation. Like, how do you know when somebody's ready to? model inmate kind of stuff i don't know i don't work in the um prison system but i would imagine that as long as you if you have a parole time like something to look forward to um yeah as long as you dot your i's and cross your t's and you know lay low you might be able to the whole goal is to be able to go off a parole and them say yes so I guess that's I don't know what the grounds of rehabilitation are here. I know that I don't know that they they probably have some guidelines, but are they following them? No. no. So absolutely not. But I digress. See, we we just kind of went oh, off the rails. Sorry. No, that's not you. That's me. That's me. Chatty Cathy, at it again. <laughs> but um, what else? Is, what else is happening? Uh, I saw you 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 mentioned Ashley Graham is pregnant. She is. I don't know much about. Ashley Graham. She's a... Um, she's a model. Model, yeah. She's um, what they would consider a plus-size model. I think she's actually... Um, she may have lost some weight. Like she's still not... She's not bone thin or slim or anything like that. But she's... I don't think she's as thick as she was when she first came on the scene. But she's still considered she's to pretty. be a plus-size model. Yeah. yeah. She's pretty. She's married. Has been married to a dude for a little bit. So, um, congratulations oh, cute. for her. Ooh, the man or the... The, the, yeah, I guess it had to be the man. I'm about to say the baby, the, the baby ain't here. Let me see. 
Oh, he's hands. Oh, of course she's married to a brother. That's that's the type. I'm serious. I'm dead ass serious or whatever like that. Oh, look at that. <laughs> but no, they're a cute couple. They're a cute couple. She seems really glowy right now, mm-hmm. which is good. That he means got a nice beard. He has a beard. Hello. So, yeah, no, that uh, Ashley Graham is going to be a mom. That's cute. And more power to her and her blessing. And her husband and his blessing, all of them, the whole family. Um, anything else? Oh, I mean, this is this. I does this mean I have to get back on social media? Yeah, because oh, I mean, gosh. I haven't really been on Twitter or Facebook, and I just got an Instagram. So yeah, see, I mean, I'm late. You know what? I'll even say that when I was on Twitter, Twitter had the last thing that had Twitter kind of in a when I was on it in July was the whole shenanigans about Chris Brown and his comments about uh, the only fuck with black girls with a good head and all that kind of shit. And so his that ass. Had, had people in a tizzy. But, um, yeah, no, I think that, that that's pretty much the gist of it. I, re- I mean, dog, like, I'm really out of the loop. <laughs> I don't know, like, what is it? If you go to, um, if you go on Twitter now or whatever like that, I think it's people just talking, shooting shit. I mean, on my feed right now is the great british bacon challenge so that's great. not that in- <laughs> that's not that entertaining <laughs> i mean that's oh but you know what we could talk about what do you watch have you heard of the show love and listings yes have you watched it no why was wrong nothing's wrong is that hgtv it is it is vh1 hgtv <laughs> Girl, if, not, if they put that on HGTV, oh, they shut HGTV. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Love It or List It. No, not My bad. No, this is Love and Hip Hop, but with real estate. No, I'm thinking about Love It or List It. Catch me up. No, okay. So this show is based in California. Okay. And it's your run-of-the-mill, um, very attractive cast of black folks. They have one white guy who owns it the um a real estate agency a top real estate agency in la but um the rest of the cast is black and um with the exception of oh wait i take that back there are two women on there who are not but otherwise a very attractive cast everybody is you know a mover and a shaker in their industry you got the people who are really established you got the people who are trying to be on the come up or whatever one girl is working at hooters right now and she's trying to get into real estate and all she needs is that one big sale or whatever to get the commission so she can stop waitressing you have another girl who's 19 and her attitude is just there's a difference between being very confident and then just being an asshole and she's an asshole (laughs) um suge knight's son is on there he's Uh trying to um rebrand the 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 family name i guess you know like Mm. because apparently you know according to him he said that his when his father got arrested his family lost upwards to 300 million dollars so he's trying to rebuild the family wealth by getting into real estate and not just any real estate but celebrity real estate so every time so this is ha- California, this is California. They are selling houses in Beverly Hills and Calabasas, mm-hmm. and you know, like it is very much so the kind of listings that we could only imagine trying mm-hmm. to afford. But um, 
Or maybe not, because we have some things in the works. We might be making our own TED Talks and things. We'll see. Time will tell. We might be buying a house in Calabasas. But I would not want the Kardashians as my neighbors. So, he will not have that film crew passing in front of my house. (laughs) But anyway, so basically it's your typical mess or whatever. But it drew me in because it doesn't feel as scripted and ridiculous as it's it's definitely got those elements but it reminds me of when love and hip-hop atlanta first came out and it felt authentic you knew it was all shenanigans and fake but there was some level of authenticity that made you attached to some of the characters Mm -hmm. and so i'm like you know what it's been so long since i've gotten into like one of these shows i think i might be into love and hip love and hip-hop listings love and (laughs) love and listings so yeah, I'm gonna no. have to check that out. It's real. It's it's good. It's entertaining. They have one guy who's dating the girl who was on uh, what's that show, Black Ink Crew in Chicago, who uh basically up and left that show because she was cheating with the the guy who owned the shop, and then his his fiance found out, and then it was just shenanigans abound. Like it was just mess. So yeah, no, she's a tattoo artist and. It's, it's, it looks like the way they're setting it up is going to be a lot of mess that's going to make you want to go, hmm. Like you, all right, one thing. Here's one thing. So the girl I told you about who's in Hooters. Mm-hmm. You can tell that this is part of the thing where I'm saying like stuff being scripted. And I, pro- I apologize, y'all. Spoiler alert, if you have not caught up on the love and the listings. But she is attracted to this guy who has kind of taken her under his wing. Okay. But... On his last episode, um, we find out that the man is engaged. Oh. But she don't know that. Oh. And I'm thinking, how don't you know that? Fix your loopholes. Fix your, not loopholes, fix your plot holes, VH1. (laughs) Because I can't imagine you being that close to that person or being able to call them up and you don't know that they have a a whole fiance right so that's one thing but this other guy he's really attractive he used to play football he's a real estate agent he's dating the girl who's on black and crude the other girl didn't know that he had a girl it's a lot of people who don't know that people are with people and so she was like oh what i could you know well she expressed something he overheard it he was upset by it she's like oh you know at a different occasion oh i could have had you if i wanted you or whatever like that he said you couldn't even get my dick hard oh no he said that out loud he said it out loud he didn't write it down or anything no no those were words that were exchanged in the atmosphere he he changed the atmosphere with those i would never in all my life i don't ever want a man to say out loud that i can't get his dick hard i think that might crush me I feel crushed, and he wasn't even talking to me. Oh, gosh, because, I mean, you can tap they shit and things be rising. So, like, you tell Just it, brush up against you just it. Brush, you just sneeze at it. Not <laughs> <Can I> sneeze. <laughs> so, so that would be very insulted, particularly because she's really attractive. Like, she's really pretty. Look she, at this show. Look at this show. Look at this show. And I'm also trying to get back into Love & Hip Hop. Which um the Hollywood season is on now. All I've been doing for the past like two three years is watching the reunions on YouTube when someone illegally uploads them. <laughs> so, so that's all I got. But um, yeah, no, this one uh last year people was thinking Lyrica was cheating. This year A one is cheating. 
Um, K. Michelle's trying to get, well, no, she's not trying to get pregnant. She has a surrogate. I heard about that. That's, that's coming because complications, um, I think complications related to her procedures, her plastic surgery procedures may have caused it, uh, so that she couldn't have children, which is very unfortunate, but she seems pretty happy by having a surrogate. Okay. But this, this shit right here, Lil Fizz. From B2K. From B2K. I loved him. I thought he was fantastic. I saw the show. I had his poster up on my wall. I really... I was, he just... Yeah. He is, he is the poster child of the light-skinned squint. Hmm. He is. Look at him in his eyes and tell me that he is not always light-skinned squinting at you. It's constant. His eyes just don't part from, like, here. Like, he is... But he's, he's still cute. But anyway, enough of that. He is apparently dating Omarion's baby's mother now. And that's going to be her storyline. They're not... Wait a minute. So, she's not with him anymore? Omarion? Am I late? You are so late. How late? Um, Imagine that you have put some cookies in the oven. <laughs> oh, no. And are you, they burnt? Girl. Is the oven smoking? The oven is smoking. Your oven, you, the cookies are on fire. <laughs> Not on fire, girl. They, <laughs> you have left. You went to run around the corner to go grab something, thinking you had all the time in the world. Not remembering that those um, Toll House cookies cook in about ten minutes. So it's I don't know. yeah. So it's, I need to get. He's been yeah. Back in the, oh. They're on the outs apparently. Oh. Yeah, they beefing in court. Oh, and she has two kids with him with they and they look identical, <clears throat> almost like she spit out the same child, but a boy version and a girl version. But um, so now they're so now her and Fizz are together. Well, of course, the the way the storyline is going, um, they're lot. not together, but it's going to lead into them being together. Like That's right so now, odd. they're close friends. But apparently, Lil Fizz not friends with Omarion. But I still wouldn't want. I mean, here's my thing again. Everything is super scripted. We know this. It, it, and if not, we say scripted kind of loosely because it's not necessarily that they are reading scripts because these people are not equipped with the talent to read and memorize and perform. You can tell when they're just trying to improv in a scene that they don't have the chops. So acting is not really what we're getting here. But when they, they plop them in certain situations, like they come up with the, they, you know, producers probably ask, okay, what you got going on? And they go with it for the season. That's going to be the storyline or whatever. So there's some, some elements of realness. But for the most part, it's really very carefully constructed. Okay. April ain't been on since she was with Omarion. That baby that she has, the second one got to be about two now. So he left her after the baby was two months. So it's been a while. She has Fashion Nova checks. She's that's pretty nice. Can be pretty lucrative. Yeah. She has a following on Instagram. She went from she said she said working out gave her the body she has now. But when you look at it, like her gains and whatnot, they do look really really natural. But I can understand why some people will look at her before picture and after picture and be like, no ma'am, <laughs> no ma'am, you did not gain that with exercise. Yeah. Squats will lift your butt and it'll grow your butt to a certain degree. But it will not give you, you won't go from Miley Cyrus to, um, you will not go from chicken cutlets to a plump, 
Ham. <laughs> squats don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> I know squats don't do that. I've done. I went through a hundred squats a day challenge for thirty days, and Ooh. I mean, I've been. I was trying. I mean, I can see the firmness, but was I about to get like an ass to knock over? You know, cups off of tables? No, <laughs> that was not. That was my, but anyway, I digress. I cannot stay on track for the life of me. But yes, so anyway, she probably was offered since she's now is becoming kind of more in the spotlight, getting you know with Instagram and stuff. Next thing you know, she fighting back and forth with Fizz's baby mama on Instagram Live, and everyone was like, "She's coming back. It's time." Mona offered a good old check, and she said, "Gotta feed these kids." And Omarion's probably fucking up over here, so I gotta, I gotta make sure we all right. So now she's back on here with the storyline of, is she dating Fizz? Is she not dating Fizz? Oh no, now she's dating Fizz. Now she's made an enemy of Fizz's baby's mother. That's that's the story. That's, that's the tweet. Wow. <clears throat> so I'm that's interested crazy. to see how that plays out, because it's just like, it only has so much you can do with it. Right. But, It'll get old, like, real fast. I it's feel. old now. Yeah, but well, apparently, it's new. It's new, but, it's, oh, but look, look, but you know what it is though. I think honestly, the thing that's gonna make it interesting is because apparently Monice does not care about what Fizz does. She's not in love with him or anything. But something is going to—I don't know what's going to set her off or whatever is going to develop from this. I feel like they're going to have a like a a plot twist. Okay. So I just want to see how they're going to make such a boring storyline into something worth watching. Aside from people bopping each other on the top of the head. I mean... Which is all the time. All the time. It's a lot of bopping. But I think we've exhausted this topic enough. So, um, thank you guys for coming back and listening. Thank you, Nikki, for coming through. Thank you for having me. I broke your podcasting cheery. Yay! So, I'm going to put you as a notch in my bedpost. I'm no longer a virgin. Mm-hmm. Tap, tap, smack. <laughs> I'll do that when I get home. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, okay, y'all. Well, um, until next time, I'm Bree. And, Nick, I'm going to have you back on the show at some point whenever you've got some time. Yes, yes, yes. And um, that's it, y'all. We Josen. Later.